to Connections Cast with the X in the Middle. I'm John, and I'm joined by the good doctor, Sandra Talby. Welcome, Sandra. Thank you, John. Thank you. It's good to be with you again. Good to be with you, too, as always. And so, a little bit about Connections with an X in the Middle uh, podcast. Our hope is to open up conversation around issues uh, showing the interface between faith and culture. And Dr. Talby and I, we don't claim to have all the answers. Um, as you guys have probably noticed, we, we just give our, our points of view with as many facts as we can, and we go from there. So we just want to share our thoughts, hear your viewpoints, and see where this may lead us as a whole as we look uh, at how things are going on in today's world. Um, so the series that we're in, uh, last week we dealt with depression and anxiety, and uh, the series will also include addiction, but today we're going to be looking at job loss and everything that goes around that, um, which does leak into depression, anxiety, and addiction. It's it's kind of this this whole thing is about the the effects and the impacts of COVID. So today we'll be looking at job loss and what it looks like. Also, though, to build resilience and hope. Um, at this time, I've lost a job during this time, and I know how, it, how it's like, so building resilience and hope during that time has been an effort. Also, how to purposefully grieve the loss. What does it look like when you lose something that you love um, or that you, that you needed? Um, and what would the Bible also say about hopelessness versus hopefulness during this time? So... Once again, I'm John. I'm a core member of Connections Community Church in Northwood, Irvine. And the good doctor, Dr. Talby, is the lead pastor of this church. Um, so would you like to share anything uh, remedial on, on the topic, Dr. Talby, before we launch into it? Well, I just, just want to say that uh, just in general, you know, job, jobs um, take on certain meaning in our culture. And, uh, and and that's for both women who have been uh, raised up to go to college, find work, and uh, and it's more so for men who are raised to uh, be that strong, uh, working uh, member of society. And so for a man, job loss is tantamount to his identity. Mm. Uh, that's just in general. And then you add on COVID-19 and the hopelessness of reconfiguring that identity is is uh, paramount. Mm. What I have seen with some of my uh, patients is that uh, this is a very difficult time to lose a job for those who have trained for a certain area of expertise and their field uh, of employment, uh, they're not hiring. Uh, And so they, I mean, I have seen a number of my patients really go through tremendous depression and anxiety because of the loss of their job. So this is, it's a real thing. We're not, we're not creating or making up uh, something fictitious. It's a real thing that uh, women, but particularly men are suffering with because of COVID nineteen, so you picked a, a great a great area to kind of break in and, and discuss. Yeah, there's definitely a lot 
a lot to unpack for, for both women and men when it comes to job loss. And so um, we wanted to start with some statistics of job loss, um, which, much, which may touch close to home for, for you for many reasons, maybe you personally or someone you know being laid off or even quitting due to stress, um, which is something I struggled with with one of the jobs I've had during COVID. I've had three jobs during COVID, so uh, I, can, I can tell you that, that it's been a roller coaster for me. Um, but um, So a study finds that overall one in four adults have had trouble paying their bills since the coronavirus outbreak started. A third have dipped into savings or retirement accounts to make ends meet. And about one in six have borrowed money from friends or family or gotten food from a food bank. As was the case earlier this year, these types of experiences continue to be more common among adults with lower incomes, those without a college degree, and black and Hispanic Americans. So that ties both into the anxiety and depression that we talked about last episode and also the systemic inequality that we talked about in the previous episode, and that those without a college degree and black and Hispanic Americans have um, experienced this problem in even greater degree. So um, this, these statistics, um, you can also get on Google, and I got them from some major reputable sources. They also say among lower-income adults, 46% say that they have had trouble paying their bills since the pandemic started, and roughly one-third say it's been hard for them to make rent or mortgage payments. About one in five or fewer middle-income adults have faced these, these challenges, and the shares are substantially smaller for those in the upper-income tier. Uh, to be sure, some of these financial pain points may have existed even before the pandemic, particularly for lower-income adults. So it's affecting, it's affecting all of us in, in different degrees, but it, it stands to reason that if, if you've had smaller income streams on the basis of certain socioeconomic geographical uh, reasons, that it is an impacting those who have uh, sm a smaller portion of the lion's share. So... Um, in terms of hopefulness versus hopelessness, what better place to go than Viktor Frankl? Do you remember reading about v Viktor Frankl, or have you heard about him, Dr. Talby? I don't want to throw you under... Yeah, you have? Yes, of course. Yeah, yes. yeah. he wrote a groundbreaking book um, about existential life issues that's called Man's Search for Meaning. I had to read it during my training for existential philosophy and existential therapy. And so he's a man who actually survived the concentration camps during the Holocaust. And he looked at how certain people stayed hopeful and other people, um, their spirits were broken. And even how those that were hopeful helped those whose spirits were broken. And that means a lot for us during this time. Um, both for those who can help others who feel hopeless and how to become hopeful and what he has to say about that for staying hopeful. And also we'll get into what the Bible has to say about it. So from, um, from Viktor Frankl, he wrote that uh, 
we who lived in concentration camps, this is from Man's Search for Meaning, written in 1946. We who lived in concentration camps can remember the men who walked through the huts comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. That's, that's giving me chills, that, that that's the one last thing that can't be taken away, your attitude to suffering, your attitude to situations and circumstances outside of your control. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And how might we apply this to what's going on with those who have suffered job loss during COVID-19. It, it's, it seems like Frankel would say that given the circumstance, we can, we can look at it from a number of different angles. And, and I know some people that I've talked with and that, that see that, that it's, that challenges can be an on-ramp to to change, and that that through through catastrophe there can be catastrophic improvement as well, and and the way that we look about it, the way that that our uh, the one thing that nobody can take away from us is our attitude about a situation, because there's going to be facts, but then there's the way that we look at those facts. And that's the only thing that we can change. That's the only thing that we really have power over. We can't, we can't, we can't force our boss's hand to keep us on from being laid off. We can't force the, you know, our our government into keeping our businesses open or closed. But what what we can do is is know that that there's a reason why we're here. And we're here for a reason, and and so uh, going on a little bit to see what the Bible has to say about resilience and looking forward. I pulled this this quote, this verse um, that meant that means a lot to me, and it says from Hebrews four sixteen, "Let us have confidence then, and approach God's throne where there is grace." There we will receive mercy and find grace to help us just when we need it. So what that means to me, and then I'll ask you, Dr. Tal- oh, Dr. Talby, do you have a thought about that? Oh, okay. Go first. I'll go first. Okay. Is that if we're able to hear it, if we're able to recognize it, that God is just there on the other side of our problem, and he is... He is there to help us and to intervene. And the best way that he intervenes is with our attitudes and with our character. It's He's not necessarily always going to pull away the problem or jo- drop in the perfect job. Um, but he he will be there to help us find grace and the way to, to get through the issue. As Ernest Hemingway talked about what grace is or what resilience is, is grace under pressure. And, and heck, I, we're all facing pressure these days, um, personally, family, 
and job loss is one of those major issues. So it, so it sounded like you had a, uh, a, an insight on that, Dr. Talby. Oh, okay. So, so just following up to what you said in the Hebrew, um, no, actually it would be the Greek. Uh, the Greek text for that phrase of finding grace to help us just when we need it, it actually means in the nick of time, meaning at the very time that we need it. So we can see this period of job loss as a time to reboot. Mm-hmm. And I know I've talked to you know a number of uh, patients who were really bowled over by the whole thing of either losing their job or being uh, laid off and just being in a kind of, of a steady state of nothingness. But they had other passions. And part of what I tried to do was to help them think about maybe those things that you've always wanted to do that you didn't do. And now might be the time to really start following your passion. Hmm. So, so that's all I wanted to say. Just uh, God says that he will give us the help that we need in the nick of time, meaning exactly when we need it. And we can see this time during COVID-19 of job loss or being laid off as a time to reboot and really follow your passion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It comes down to attitude. It comes down to the way that, that you perceive it and you can see it as an opportunity. Um, so we want to close today with uh, how we always close, which is just saying if today's conversation about job loss, about these issues during COVID has piqued your interest, our church is the place you can come to continue sharing about it, um, getting involved in the area of your passion where you can make a difference. And for those of you who like what we are about, and if you want to make connections, community church, your home, um, come join us, please. We, we welcome you, um, arms open. So get on our website, uh, www.connectionscommunity.church, and click on the contact tab, and and leave your name and email and cell number, and we will be in touch soon. So once again, this is Connections Community Church. I am uh, your your faithful servant, uh, John Lasky, core member, and that was Dr. Talby, uh, our head pastor. Would you like to, to close this out, Dr. Talby? Sure, I just uh, echo what John has said, and we just... Uh enjoy these times to be able to share with you and we look to hear back what you think and maybe what has been stirred in you and uh, so we just say reach out contact us yes indeed yes and thank you for listening god bless and we'll see you next week bye now bye